on, baseball fans? Welcome back to the Turning Two podcast. We are back again to discuss two MLB teams. We both had long days, but we're just gonna dive in to this breakdown Corona preview. We got the Orioles and the Rays, the AL East. We're halfway through the AL East with only the Yankees to go. That will be a tough one because we are Red Sox fans. But today we got the the Orange Birds and the awful stadium Rays. So that's their official nicknames. How are we feeling? How are we feeling today? I'm feel I'm feeling good. I'm a little a little <coughs> I'm a little under the weather. Mm-hmm. A little tired, but you know I'm I'm here committed. Time to talk to some Baltimore baseball. Uh, worst mascot in the MLB. Hot take. Just saying. Terrible mascot. Orioles. Uh, Rays mascot. Solid. So that's that's where I'm, that's where my eyes take me with both these teams immediately. Where is it worse than Bernie Brewer? Well, Bernie Brewer's cool. He's not bad. He's terrifying, like, though. Yeah, he's terrifying, but he's not, like, a bad That could mascot. be a good thing. That's exactly. true, yeah. It, it is a stupid, dumb bird. Like, come on. Yeah, it's, there's, no, there's no good what, content. What is with baseball and, like, normal birds? Like, the Cardinals, <laughs> Orioles, Blue Jays? Like, those are just normal birds. Like, why? That, that doesn't well, make they're, sense. They're attracted to, like, a generic... I'm surprised a robin isn't a robin, like... Isn't a team. The Robins. Like, oh, we're the Robins. The Seattle Robins. We'll have two Seattle franchise teams. Yeah. That's what I'm trying Cleveland to get. Robins. That's the new team. Everyone loved the Seattle Mariners episode, so let's just create an episode on the Seattle Robins. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> All right. But let's but, talk. Yeah, the team we're actually talking about today, the Baltimore Orioles. This was a tough one to get up for. I'm going to be honest with you. I've had a lot of fun doing these. This one was, like, the first time I was like, oh, God, we got to do we got to do yeah. the Orioles. I mean, maybe we kind of go through it quick because similar to the Tigers, they really have nothing too exciting. Just looking at some big names, they got um Chris Davis, who's just brutal, but you know his name. He might hit a bomb once in a while. I mean, maybe story to look out for, is he going to get a hit in the 60 games? Does he go hitless? Does uh, he bat 0 0 0? So, uh, the conspiracy theory, um, do you believe Chris uh, Davis is secretly using a pool noodle as a bat? He might be. It, he might have just, like, cut a pool noodle to look like a bat and dampening it every inning. Just going up there and shaking his thing because it looks like he can't hit anything. It really does, dude. Like, and the bat looks just, like, flimsy. It's so funny because I feel like Chris Davis used to be, like, Speaking or, like, of- yeah, you, and not only good, like, he was, like, one of the best home runner hitters in the game for a stretch yeah tall tall lefty with a nice upward swing it's really good when it's on but then a few years later when he can't hit anything it looks like he's just not even getting close because he's big and his bat is obviously small smaller than him so when he misses it just looks like he's just not even close it's like it's he, just rough it's rough for chris it, davis oh for sure dude but he, he had a 53 home run season you don't see that every day no 53 but i mean he, it, he's been really bad, so it almost like shadows that fifty-three home run season. The last time Chris Davis was good, Jack Doyle was thirteen years old. Yeah, that's that's a dark time. So, well, actually, no, technically twelve years old because you're still young and nineteen. And yeah, dumb. I was twelve right. when Chris Davis was good. That's pretty crazy. That is pretty crazy. I'm just so saying. he signed but a fatty contract. He did he? What's the, what's the he numbers on Chris Davis's contract? I'm assuming because why else would the Orioles not have cut him? Uh, yeah. First result when you type in Chris Davis's contract, one hundred and sixty-one million dollars. He had the, he has a nickname Crush. Yeah, 
Oh, yo, in 2016, the Orioles signed Chris Davis to a seven-year, $161 million contract. Mm -hmm. 2016, he was already on the downspin. Is this the worst contract in baseball right now? You could probably find worse, but Miguel I don't know. Cabrera. Yeah, but Midgey is putting up better numbers than Chris Davis. That is true. Chris Davis last year, batting average, 179. Strikeouts, 139. 12 home runs. That's 179 batting average. Yeah, he's making so much money in batting under 180. But he dropped the bag, you know, so we got to respect that. That was actually a better season than his season before because he only hit 168 the season before. So is he on the up? he's on the uptick? I think Chris Davis is getting back to MVP caliber season. That's where we're going to – Might be, take. yeah. Um, another name on their roster, because there's not that many. We got Jose Iglesias, a uh, young Red Sox prospect, good defender at short. Traded him to the Tigers for who did we trade him for? Who did we trade him for? Uh, I'll I'll look it up. I, f- I can't remember, but I remember it was kind of controversial because oh, was at it the time, um, I think it was in a trade to get. It was a pitcher, right? The pitcher from the Giants. Who did we get for the Giants? Jake Peavy. Yeah, I think PV was involved in that, if I'm maybe I don't right. S- I don't think so. I think it was uh, something else. It was traded to sh- for Jake. Yeah, Jake. Wow, you were right, Jake mm-hmm. PV. Well, and Avisel Garcia and Avisel Garcia. Oh well, we had Av- we got Avisel Garcia. That's what it said. Or no, he went to the White Sox in that free team yeah. deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> my, so my that worked well, out for them. Yeah, good memory by the way. Jake Peavy, sneaky little. That's like a deep cut. That's a deep yeah. roster cut. He helped he helped win us that um World Series, so. He could probably go a mean mustache. Yeah, P- Jake Peavy. Kind of interesting baseball name. But Jose Iglesias. So um don't kind of one of those guys who never really became anything big. He's also been on the Tigers and Orioles, so really just rough. Kind of a rough career for him just to start because he hasn't been on any good teams in his career, so yeah, he's a name. He'll make some plays. Then we got Hanser Alberto, who is a good baseball player. He might hit four hundred. He can just hit the ball, so that's something to look for if you're an Orioles fan. But other than that, can't pitch. Um, looking for any name. I mean, John Means. Yeah, he was a find for them last season. He was like the first like real find in this rebuild that I've noticed. That I've been like, okay, that's a player. Um, I think Austin Hayes is someone who's uh, they're looking for a chance to prove himself. He's mm-hmm. had a lot of power numbers in the minors. Uh, he is 24 years old though, which kind of old, kind of old for a young baseball player now, right? Yeah, I'd say um, 22 is normally when they're like, all right, it's go time a little bit. Yeah, it's time to push him. But 24, so he's I think he's probably more mature and ready for the big leagues. So uh, he's someone to watch out for. Uh, Trey Mancini probably should have been an All Star last season. Snub. I think he was on the snub list. Yeah, he's um, he's good, but I mean, um, all respect to him. We wish him a solid recovery. I think he's fighting cancer this year, so won't see him in the lineup. But hopefully, he makes his recovery, and we'll see him next year. And that's honestly just one. Yeah, all all the love out to Trey Mancini, but also he was like the only player that you should like was like really like all right. This he's a good player. Yeah, he he didn't hit. Uh, but like, any like, good player in the Orioles right now, it's kind of hard to root for them because the Orioles are just so abysmal. So, yeah, um, yeah but Trayman City, Hansel Alberto, those are kind of the and, highlights right now. Hansel Alberto's a versatile piece. He's worth watching play. Mm-hmm. Um, 
uh, Renato Nunez became and uh, Trey Mancini last year became the eighth pair of Orioles teammates who released 30 home runs and 90 RBIs in the same season. Yeah, so maybe they got a little something brewing, maybe. And then they got um, I mean, this season they're going to be ass. We all know that. But oh, um, for sure. looking to the future, they got top prospect Adley Rushman. He's a catcher. Um, he's good. Maybe I don't think we see him this year, but that's something to look for if you're an Orioles fan. Catching prospects kind of scare me because mm. you're either legendary or you just stay decent. Like they're, it's hard for a catcher to become a superstar, especially like offensively, because you see like Christian Vasquez, it's like oh giant prospect, and it's like yeah he's a good defender, he'll hit like two sixty, and then people will forget about him. So it's it's tough to have that Joe Mauer, Buster Posey <clears throat> hype around you, but um yeah good solid prospect for them. As you mentioned, Austin Hayes, he's the fifth overall prospect. Ryan Mountcastle, D.L. Hall, and Grayson Did you Rodriguez. Say Mountcastle? Yeah. Ryan Mount... How do we feel with that name? Mountcastle. Mountcastle. <sighs> Maybe kind of epic? I don't know. Ec- I'm Mount getting epic Castle. vibes, but it, like Mount and Castle are cool last names, but I don't know if they go together. Yeah, Ryan Mount and Ryan Castle. Kind of dope. Ryan Mountcastle? What's a Mount? It just sounds like Matt Castle. It's kind of Ryan Matt Castle. Yeah. <laughs> That's oh. Oh, and then I, they're um they got some good names. They got their seventh yeah. overall prospect is Dean Creamer. Kind of a ferocious name. Did you say D Creamer or Dean Creamer? Dean Creamer. It's probably Kramer, but like Creamer's more fun. Morning. And then their eighth prospect is Gunner Henderson, which is awesome. They're gonna rope a home run and be like, he's just creamed on that ball. Yeah. Yeah, so watch out for Dean Creamer and Gunnar Henderson well, in the future. I don't like that name. I don't like <laughs> that makes me uncomfortable. Dean yeah, so Creamer. So do we have with Adley Rushman, Mountcastle, Creamer, and Gunner, probably one of the worst named um prospects system, minor league system Is, in baseball. Can we make So that? Oreos are the worst team in baseball and the worst named team in baseball? Yeah, the future might be good in talent, but no one's buying a jersey with creamer on the back. I mean, come on. How much money do I have to give you to wear, rep a Mountain Castle jersey around Boston? Mm, I don't know. Probably like $3. I kind of need the money, so. That's maybe something else I got. to I, I did emo uh, Bovada for people who listened mm-hmm. to the last episode about uh, Zach Godley's Vegas odds. So I yeah. want to see the odds for uh, Mount Castle to win the AL MVP. Like, like, yeah. These Came are out of nowhere. I think it's so interesting. I always, I'm very interested to see like what these obscure players' odds to win are. Yeah, it, I mean, the odds get pretty insane. I think the Orioles winning the World Series is 0.1% chance. Oh, I'm just going to, I think that's going to be my bit. I'm just going to be, I'm going to bet on impossibly uh impossible bets yeah. and then maybe one day i'll hit and you know what they say yeah. if you're not winning keep playing <laughs> that's, i mean that's that is what they say that's um, what they say but you might want to go into march madness a little bit i think that's where you see the odds you can really see it number 16 seed win it all but in baseball don't think the orioles are gonna win probably, more than 20 games so that's a little rough for them probably shouldn't drop that much shed around the Orioles. i got some interesting orioles facts if you want them hit me uh, <clears throat> All right, bet. Here comes a fastball down the middle. The Orioles were 12-12 and 12 in the month of July. Pretty solid. Pretty solid. And they represented their first non-losing month since August 2017 when they went 17-2. And the first, wow. their, their, their first non-losing July since 2014. 
So. All right, so watch out for the Orioles. They might bust out 500 and, and yeah, still 12, lose. Yeah, 12 wins, most in almost two years of baseball. That's in a month. So mm-hmm. that's so depressing. Be like, oh, guys, we're going to go 500, and that's like a noteworthy – that's the only noteworthy stat I can find about this Orioles team. Yeah, they suck. Um, rough. Rough for the Orioles. Yeah, it's not, not ideal, but – that's other than that, like I just their rotation is a uh, really it's got a name. It's got Alex Cobb. I don't know how good he is anymore. And uh, of course, John Means was an All Star last season, if I'm correct, right? Uh, so he's he's got some talent, but Alex Cobb, that's the only name he recognizes to me. I forget where he played, but uh, I think either Royals or Rays comes to mind. I think it was. He seems like a Royals kind of player. That's the vibe I get from him. Oh no, you were right. Rays, Rays, Rays. Yeah, Rays. Yeah, for a while. That makes sense. So he hopped AL teams. Uh, last season, his ERA was 10.95 in free starts. Nice. So pretty solid. It's like your wiffle ball ERA, you know. Uh, but no. Well, I mean. I think I'm like I'm like 5 for 5 against you, 5 solos. But other than that, yeah, this, I don't really want to dive too deep into this, like other, any of these other roster pieces because it kind of sucks. Yeah, I, I've heard a lot of hype around Hanser Alberto, so I'm going to actually look at his stats right now. Do a yeah, little live the, action. Like the name, here. though. Cool uh, name. If yeah. I, I, I don't know, so tell me right his jersey number, but I'm going to guess it's in the I'm going to guess it's in the 30s. He gives me that Higher. kind of vibe. Higher? Are we talking 50s? Yeah. Oh, 50, 55. 57. Oh, I was 57 was my second guess. <laughs> but he did hit. 305 in 500 and over 500 at bats so i mean how many dongs only 12 but he's a he's mm. just kind of a hit everything kind of guy so maybe a trade piece i mean that's kind of the moral of the story in these bad teams don't know how many teams are really looking i mean a lot of teams could use a um 300 average middle infielder so we'll see yeah a utility we'll piece with so 300 and 12 dongs that's pretty good ad yeah. But do you got any reason that people should watch this Orioles team? Because we've done 15 minutes, and I think that's enough. Yeah, Adley Rushman's really the only thing that comes to mind. John Means. Got a cool, yep. John Means, yeah. Uh, he's not really exciting, though. He's just literally their only good player, I think. He doesn't really do it for me either. Like, he's just yeah. a name. Also, really boring name. So boring, yeah. Um, they got a cool stadium or ballpark, uh yeah, yeah I, I don't. I, that's really all I got. I I'd really like to see um if Chris Davis is a sneaky AL MVP, but mm-hmm. if he's you know he's like we said on the upswing, batting average has gone up one consecutive year, so definitely something to look out for. You know maybe he's bouncing back, <laughs> but yeah I don't got anything for you. Also gross jerseys. Sorry Orioles, you you really aren't doing it for me. Uh, I don't yeah, think any just... Orioles fans are like high, high on them, so I hope I'm not offending anybody. But yeah, you guys suck. Yeah I. The orange and black doesn't really do it for me. Maybe when they're good, it would be kind of sexy, but not not right now. But yeah, good Oreos were like the when the Oreos were popping, they look clean. Yeah, like the all black unis with the orange lettering with like Ooh. Adam Jones, Mark Trumbo, and like Manny Machado. Like that was popping, but now they're really they're not doing it. They're not just really they're not doing the thing. But Adam Manny Adam Machado, Jones leaning into a home run was sexy yeah. in those solid blocks. Mm-hmm. He he used to lean into those bad boys. Yeah. But what are you saying about playing, Machado? Adam Jones is playing in like Japan right now. He's just like vibing over there. It's wild. Yeah, he, he fell off. Like I have yeah. no idea where the hell he went, but you know. Yeah, I don't know. It's hard I mean, old outfielders rough for them nowadays. But Manny Machado 
kind of a really good thing he left these Orioles because he was getting a fat contract. If the Orioles signed him, would have wasted his career. Oh yeah, and we. Uh, I personally was one of the people who kind of flamed him for going to San Diego because mm-hmm. I say that's where careers go to die. And now they're probably one of the most exciting young teams in baseball. So maybe he knew what he was doing. Yeah, yeah, they switched it around. Uh, I still would have liked to see him go on the White Sox. Oh, that would have um, been clean. Yeah, I, he is. I think he is a good fit in San Diego with Tatis. That's it's a cool fit. But yeah. enough about the Padres. We did them in the first episode, I think. Damn, way to throw it back. But yeah. let's give let's give a rating for these Baltimore Warriors, man. Where are you coming in at? I think they're going to be the worst team in baseball. I forget what I put the Tigers at. What did I put the Tigers at? Twelve, uh, 12 and forty. I think you did. Did I go twelve? You went eleven. I think you went yeah, eleven. Yeah, and I went eleven. I'm putting these Tigers at a clean ten and fifty. Fifty burger or Orioles, yeah, yeah, ten and fifty. Fifty burger loss. Um, I do think the standings could go either way. They could be like everyone's around five hundred, and there's a few good teams, or it could be it's really even. Like you see the splits, and there's going to be a lot of forty win teams, and then a lot of like ten loss teams. So I put them at ten and fifty. I think the Orioles are just they're not trying to win. They're really bad. They're they play in the East. Nothing adds up for them. 10 and 50. Oh, for sure. I got them coming in at 12 and 48, same as I had the Tigers coming in. Things going to be a dead heat for last place in the MLB. A fight for that first overall MLB draft pick. But that's enough talk about these goddamn Baltimore Orioles. We always go like 20 minutes with these bad teams. It blows my goddamn mind. Yeah. Well, we, we didn't even talk about this year's Orioles at all. So sorry, Orioles fans, but also sorry, Orioles fans in general. So you're used so, to this. I'm also sorry any fans who had to listen to that talk because that was... That's true. I'm so, yeah. We gotta do it. We gotta do our jobs, though. But let's talk about a team that maybe will revive the audience at work right now, listening to this, crying on the inside. Um, let's talk about the Tampa Bay Rays. That's an exciting ball club. Very exciting. I think um, they've gotten a lot of hype. Kind of um, sleeper, like World Series picks. You see a lot of people going Rays. That's like the oh, I know a lot about baseball. I'm not picking the Yankees this year. I'm picking the Rays. Is kind of the vibe me I get. No, I, I don't know your personal opinions about the Rays. I think we are going to get into this. I think kind of a theme I am showing, because I consume a lot of baseball content, is I'm low on the teams people are high on, like the Reds, White Sox, and Rays. I'm kind of like, all right, take a step back. The Rays are tough, though. I think they're kind of similar to the A's, but they might be better. Initial, I'm getting ahead of myself, but initial thoughts, I don't love the lineup, but their pitching is insane. So we'll we'll go over to you, Lorenzo. What are your initial thoughts? My initial thoughts and my initial look don't even take me to the lineup, the pitchers, the players, or even the manager. It's just the organization, and Mm -hmm. I'm kind of buying into the Rays organization, the way they're run, man. Like, they've been ahead of the curve on everything. They started the opener, like, Mm -hmm. and how many other trends have the Rays set? Like, over the past five or ten years, and people will look and be like, oh, that's Tampa Bay baseball. And then next thing you know, it's widely spread across the major leagues. Yeah, they they do run a good organization. They have really good player development and pitching, at least. Obviously, as we've seen, they pump out pitchers like nobody's business. But the organization also has lows with that because they're small market, and they're in Florida. So I think this season it could hurt them because they're not going to go out and trade for Lindor like we desperately want them to do. Because that would just be awesome. Like Lindor to the Rays is like just I really want that to happen for some reason. But they're not going to do that because they don't they don't do that. They don't just sign big players. Similar to the A's, it's kind of my my calling card. I'm going to keep going with. But 
Also, Corona is just blowing up Florida right now. So it kind of sucks to be playing baseball in Tampa Bay. For sure. Like, that's that's obviously not something great at all. Another bad news if you're a Rays fan, I hate that they traded Tommy Pham. And I think this maybe mm. goes back to your uh, point about them. Like, it's it's cool to buy into the Rays system, but it can be really uh, mentally draining on you as a fan. Like, constantly yep. see, like, you develop, like, we talk about their player development, and they constantly develop these players, and then as soon as it's time to get pay pay, they trade them away. Yeah, they they definitely do have um a tendency to do that. You probably see that in um Archer's kind of the big one. They he was a great pitcher coming up, didn't hasn't been winning with who the Rays. So who do you think is the longest tenured Tampa Bay Ray? Um I'm trying to think. Maybe like, um, is it Kiermeyer, maybe? Oh yeah, Kevin Kiermeyer. No, wait, is it him? No. He's young too. I don't know. I'm curious. Um, I would have to look into that, but that's some, that's something that I just look at. I'm like, who is who is like the face of their franchise right now? Like something yeah, they, that, that's a, that's what makes them so good is their ability to constantly rotate players out by their player development system and make players that you would not expect to be actually elite. Elite. Uh, just look what they did in the um, the Chris Archer trade that like I love to go back to. Austin Meadows, Tyler Glass now, and uh, Chimi Chu. I don't think he was in a trade, but he snapped last year. They all did. Yeah, yeah. G man, he's um, he's good, and they got they have a few hitters. But I think we'll start with pitching. Their lineup scares me a little bit, but they do have depth. We'll keep going back to their depth. But um, the rotation, rotation, one of the best in baseball. They got Morton Snell Glass now, who maybe aren't some of them are maybe not fully proven, but they can do it for sure. They're they're definitely more proven than a lot of pitchers. And they got Yarborough, and then I have Trevor Richards at the five. Do you have Who do I got? Uh, do, do, do. Uh, no, I have uh, Chine- Yanni Chirinos. Oh, Yanni Chirinos, yeah. Chirinos? So, so I, I think either I, one of those. Yeah, it's, I don't and think that's, it's like, like – uh, I think it's probably a competition for the five spot. Yeah, but um, that's a that's a good good five. Rotation, yeah, but, um, very solid, can't complain. Really at all, probably one of the best in baseball. Uh, yeah, but uh, how you feeling about Tyler Glass now? Because I feel like it's maybe a little early to go full full in on Glass now. Train last year he had a one seven ERA, uh, which in twelve games started eleven point three strikeouts per nine, five point four free strikeouts uh, to walk ratio, which was by far his career high. Mm-hmm. So right, seventy six strikeouts in sixty point two innings pitched. Right there, that's those are solid numbers. That's about what half, maybe a. A little less than half a season starts because 30 starts is like what a pitcher usually is going to make about a, over a buck yeah. 62. So, so that's yeah, an amazing season. He's just half a season. He didn't, yeah, didn't play the whole season. So maybe a light question mark, but he can do it. He's going to do his thing. Morton and Snell can win Cy Youngs. Yarbrough, his stuff is nice. He's a funky delivery. And they don't pitch like normal pitchers. They bring in the opener. They have this bullpen system that no one else is really doing. So I think their pitching is going to be elite. They're going to just be tricky. They can they can beat the best of baseball without their lineup, and that's a definitely a high point for them. Is Charlie Morton the most underrated pitcher in baseball right now? Probably. I mean, people know him from his like time with the Astros, but he's been doing his thing with Tampa. That was only a two-year stretch with the Astros. He spent most of his career with the Pirates, and then he had that two-year mm-hmm. stint. He's older than people would expect, too. Yeah. So he he has twelve years under his belt in the majors. Um, so last year with the Rays, do you have any idea what his ERA was? I'm just curious. 
What like what would really, you guess? Um, probably I knew he was good, but I'd probably guess like three three. But I, uh, it's probably better than that. Three oh five. Mm. In 30 free game starts, so he's a workhorse right there. Just shy of 200 innings, coming at 194. Finished third in Cy Young voting. Uh, career high in strikeouts per nine and strikeout to walk ratio. Uh, just overall solid. 240 strikeouts in a season. He has. I think he's probably my favorite curveball in baseball right now. Yeah, he he's good. And we haven't even mentioned the 2018 Cy Young winner, Blake Snell. Blake Snell. How many pitchers do they develop and trade away? Like Drew Smiley. Uh, Chris Archer, who ended up sucking mm-hmm. after the trade away, but you know, it's. An, I would love to deep dive into like their farm system and the players that they've let go, let alone the players Ye- that have popped off for them. Yeah, uh, pitching is. They're just they can pump out a pitcher, so it's it's so interesting. They got to ride look, that. Yeah, for sure. And like Blake Snell, like you mentioned, he 2018 maybe the most dominant season I've seen in a from a pitcher in a while. Like he he crushed it that year. One eight nine ERA. But I feel like that's the aberration, not the the trend for his career. So I'm not as high on Blake Snell as other people are. Because, um, like, besides that, his career ERAs are 3.5, 4.4, 4.29. And then in 2018, he had the Cy Young winning year with 1.89 ERA. I know ERA is not everything. But it's, for all his stats, just skyrocketed in 2018. But other than that, they've been pretty consistent as a 3.5 ERA pitcher. How do you do in 2019? Uh, he had a 4.29 ERA uh, in thirty in 23 games started. I think he had an injury. His strikeouts were up, and his uh and in total, but everything every other stat that he had was down. Yeah, that going from a one nine to a four is pretty dramatic. Yeah, I don't know. So I'm not really sold on uh, Blake Snell with an ace. I think that he has and Glass now. I think both of those guys are untalented but unproven. We'll see how they bounce back. Um, I think Charlie Moore is probably your most solid pitcher, but the upside in that rotation is obviously tremendous. But the weak spot of this team is their lineup, and I know you wanted to hit on that. So, like, yeah, why I, don't you give us their um their one through nine projected? All right, so he get ready for the butcher to put it to put in some work. Cause I'm about to chop these up, guys. This is gonna be bad. I Wait, let off- me just say it before Yoshi Yoshi Tomo Susudo. Thomas Susugo. Just say Susudo. Yeah, thank you for saying that because I saw it and I got terrified. I was like, that's yeah. going to go. That's going to go bad. Uh, but we got Austin Meadows, Yandy Diaz, Brandon Lowe, Hunter, Run- Hunter Runfro, then what did we say again? Susugo. 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 Then Chu. Is it Chu or Choi? G-Man Choi, yeah. Choi. Yo, I told you it's going to be bad. Then Nino, Kevin Kiermeyer, and then Willie Adams rounding out the lineup. Name recognition low off the bat. It is low. They they kind of have a scrappy team is kind of what comes to mind. Susudo is a uh, new guy, maybe rookie of the year candidate. He came over from Japan, I think. So um, he could be a good bat. He can hit dangers, kind of some hype around him. G-Man Choi is solid. But then you got this slightly like B-minus tier player that I kind of rank, and like Yandy Diaz, Hunter Renfro, Brandon Lowe, Willie Adames. So true. And they're like good players but you don't you don't know exactly they're not like star power and then you do have Manny Margot who they got from the Padres and Kevin Kiermaier who they could just play they don't need a left fielder they could just have a center fielder and a right fielder and they'd be good just two amazing outfielders outfields offensive production is going to be low I mean maybe you get um Renfro hitting some bombs but um 33 dingers last year 
Yeah, he he's been hit, but um, I do think they're missing a star. But also, they don't have any stars on their team. Like they don't have a Yelich, a Betts, a Bellinger, a Trout. But they're just pretty good all around, and they have depth, which is why I think you can almost pair them up with really powerful lineups because they don't have a weak spot and they're just going to keep coming at you. I think they're uh, pesky. I think Austin Meadows has the potential to be a number two in a lineup, like the second. Mm-hmm. Like if we're doing talking one-two punch, he can be that two. I think they need that one still, but I've never seen the Rays truly go out and get that number one. So unless they're able to draft and develop them and capitalize on their service time, I don't see it happening. And I think the only way they're going to be able to win is by consistently putting out players who are just B tier. Yeah. They do have um looking forward to the future a little bit. Don't know if he's going to supposed to come up this year, but they got Wander Franco, number one prospect in all of baseball. So the I mean the Rays are in great shape. They also got Vidal Brujan. He's a really high second baseman prospect. So they got a win now team that's interesting unlike any other team. Maybe slightly similar to the Angels. I mean Athletics, but I think the Athletics still have more star power. Oh uh, yeah, Chapman but, is pop probably a way more recognizable name than any player yeah. on this team. Yeah, like G-Man Choi, if you love the Rays, you know him, but he's not He's not like on billboards right now. But Franco and Bruhan are good. The future's bright for the Rays. I just don't know if I'm fully sold on them being able to win the East this year, which, I mean, maybe that's kind of a sleeper f- pick still, but I keep hearing that. I feel like last year no one was sold on them at all, and then they gave they probably should have won that series against the Astros. I thought they were playing better for yeah. the first couple of games and ended up losing. That's like no shame because the Astros were cheating, and also they have one mm-hmm. of the most talented rosters in baseball. But they really pushed them that not many people expected yeah. them to do. The Rays made the playoffs, and they held their own against the Astros, which I think is a big reason why people this year are like, look out for the Rays. They improved, um, and... They, they they do their thing. They're going to win games. I just don't know if they can, if someone gets up to play and you're like, uh-oh, outfield back up, watch out for this guy. I think but the maybe Yankees that's... have like eight of those guys. I agree, but I also think that's part of the Rays' uh, that dynamic that makes them so hard to play against is that mm-hmm. you there is no like game plan for them. It's like uh, any one of those, although like there's not huge recognizable names, it's like, the ways they play it's like the Rays system that scares you it's not the players in it and that's what makes i think uh them the ability to continue to produce young talent at such a high rate with one of the lowest uh, payrolls in baseball is that it's not about the individuals in the machine it's about how the machine operates so they continue to put Mm -hmm. plug and play and insert these players that maybe aren't gonna hunter renfro is nothing special he's a 33 home run 216 batting average guy you can find those pretty common now, I feel like, in the MLB. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But he become he's able to elevate and become a bigger part of this Rays team or Austin Meadows from when in the trade. And I think he has superstar potential. But once they're plugged into the race system that is so well run, it makes them even better and makes them that much more dangerous in my mind because it's on the Rays now. Yeah, they, they are a dangerous team. I think if you see them go and make a splash because they don't need pitching. Their bullpen, we don't have to talk about I mean we haven't talked about don't know if we have to it's really good um if they go make a splash at the trade deadline depending on how the market is it's going to be for that that impact bat and that is scary I hope they do it I don't think they will but that would be terrifying yeah I think that impact bat would be huge for them 
And I would love to see him break out the cash and, like, you know, just give out a payroll to someone like Lindor or take a risk on a player like Lindor. But, and he also would look so sexy in those uniforms. Raise uniforms mm-hmm. and in or out on him. Uh, kind of out. I think they have to go to th- a throwback ASAP. Not really They're digging those. They're a little those. bland. Yeah, kind of bland. Don't really love it. Don't really like their logo either. Ooh. Their whole thing I'm kind of out on right now. I think they got to go back to the Devil Rays. But um, also, something we haven't mentioned, they play in the worst stadium in baseball without fans. Tropicana sucks. Field sucks. And then, I mean, they don't have any fans to begin with, but an empty Tropicana Field, oh, it's like, my God. why even show up? Why even show up? They're named so after I think, such a, a great drink, but a terrible yeah. field. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, it's, just, it's really just unfortunate that we have to watch the race it, play, especially if they make the playoffs. Like, ugh. Does it you hurt your see, eyes to consume a game at Tropicana Field? It hurts me a little bit. It uh, Imagine we go to the World Series and we see the Rays playing in a World Series game and Cody Bellinger hits a pop-up that hits the ceiling and it's a home run. Oh, that's, that is the worst rule in baseball. Yeah, I, I mean, I get it, I guess, because it's like, what else are you going to do? But, like, ground rule double, maybe? I don't know. It's like, this is ah. weird. If you were a player, would you go into Tampa Bay just trying to hit the ball as high as possible, not far? Don't even get it high; just pop it up. Maybe, yeah. That's that um, like swing. What's it called? Launch angle. Uh, it's la- like yo, 185 degree la- launch angle. Yeah. You got to swing straight up, like straight mm-hmm. in the air, and just like yep. try to hit it, clip it, and shoot it up, and see if you can get mm-hmm. that home run that way. The first ever um, upwards home run in baseball. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's the new Statcast metric. You gotta have that zero degree swing launch angle. <laughs> zero degree launch angle, and that's how you hit a home run against Tampa Bay Rays. Maybe against mm-hmm. these pitch. Maybe you can get one of Charlie's Moyne's curveballs to just drop right on top of your bat and just make, shoot it right in the air. Yeah. But so look yeah, for that. this team. Do you think they're uh, two questions for you? Do you think Austin Meadows actually has the potential to become a superstar? So I'll start. I'll start with that one. Um, let me look up the stats. So ask the other one. I got the stats ready for you if you want to hear them. Um, I got them nice pulled up. But while you're looking those up, uh, the other question I have for you is, do you think that the Rays have a legitimate chance, like I'm talking ge- legitimate chance, not to win the AL East, but to advance farther in the playoffs than the New York Yankees? No, just built on star power. We really haven't seen a team built this way since the Royals. But I don't. Um, I'll have to see him play in the regular season. But I don't think the trend of baseball is going that way. I think you need star pitching and star batters to come up clutch. They do maybe have the star pitching. They're underrated still, but they can pitch. So I, it's tough. I really think their batters just need to play very well just to win games for them because their pitching is going to keep them in every game they play. So I can see him giving the Yankees a run for their money, but I don't see them advancing farther, I think. Mm, for sure, for sure. Um, I, I hear what you're saying. I like, I do think they're, if on like a serious note, if you're going to take a sleeper to win the World Series, solid. And if there's any going to be any year that the Rays are able to do it, I think it's this year because of the unconventional way they wrote and the 60-game fluke of a season. Is if you have to adjust the things on the plot fly, is there an organization you trust more to adapt to rules and like to be ahead of the game than the Rays right now? Yeah, that that is a good point. They they know how to play weird, and this is going to be a weird season. So this this is kind of like right good. up the alleyway for the Rays. 
It is. If if they go out and make a splash, I honestly I might be voting Rays. But it's also like their players are kind of hard to root for unless you're a Rays fan because like yeah 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 G Man Choi, Brandon Lowe, even Austin Meadows. I just see as some star power potential, but it's like I you don't know these names. These guys aren't like really super exciting, which is opposite on their pitching. Their pitching is young and exciting. But going back to the Meadows question, honestly, I mean his one full season was amazing so if he can do that for them again that's their that's huge for them so yeah I think he could be he could take the step to their number one his first full season he hit 33 home runs hit 291 played in 140 games got 54 walked 54 times I mean he's great on base percentage well I agree with you I think his first first season was nuts and I think he's got a lot of star power. But my question for you, this is kind of a bigger raised topic. Do you think there can ever be a true superstar in Tampa Bay? Not until they fix their franchise. Yeah, their franchise just is it's, it's a tough one to like get the yeah. – it's hard to get the fans up. And Florida is just a tough market to sell sports in. Yeah, general. honestly, I, I want one of the Florida teams to leave. But the Rays are good right now, and the Marlins seem to be really revamping for – to be good in a few years so and they just rebranded their they got Miami which is kind of they got some attraction there so I think the the Rays are kind of like they were my pick to go to London or somewhere they deserve else, more love I don't know they do yeah Tampa Bay I mean you don't see good sports teams in Tampa Bay except the Lightning but that's just because they're insane right now so I don't know don't don't they I mean they have the worst stadium just, maybe the worst rough. market in baseball. Maybe the worst market in baseball, and they don't deserve it because they're consistently a very entertaining and productive team. So they deserve more love than they get, which is why we're very devoting true. some time here on the Turning to Podcast because we're here to give them love. But mm-hmm. Jack, let's get. I think we're coming towards the end of this episode, so let's mm-hmm. let's see how you're feeling. Uh, I'm a casual baseball fan. It's a Wednesday night. I just made some ramen because I'm broke. Why should I turn on the Tampa Bay Rays game over another team? Because they're going to be giving the Yankees a run for their money. You want to see the Rays winning the division. You want to see them leading the Yankees and having Yankees fans be a little scared. Um, And you want to see the potential for a no-hitter every night, which I think is something the Rays can do, which is rare. And young talent, young prospects on the way. You're going to hear Wander Franco's name a lot, so watch out for him. And watch their away games because their home games suck yeah if you want to watch baseball uh the Rays baseball don't watch when they're playing at Tropicana Field because it'll hurt your eyes and you may want to throw your a baseball at the TV that's how mm-hmm. angry you'll get but Tyler Glass now is able to replicate what he did last year he's special he's a special player he's much watched baseball uh I would love to see him pushed and marketed way better if he's able to continue I think his fastball is one of the most electric in the game so if you want to watch good baseball, tune in for a nice Tyler Glass now start, start and that'll make you uh, much more intrigued in the Tampa Bay Rays. But Jack, time for win projection. How you feeling on these Rays? Where are you coming in at? You coming hot? You coming low? What are we getting? I'm coming lukewarm. I'm putting them at 35 and 25. Like your coffee Second. if you forget it at work? Exactly, yeah. Um, maybe put it in the microwave for a few seconds, but it's never the same as the fresh brew. Kind of the Tampa Bay Rays. Um, 35 and 25, second place in the East, the AL East. Just don't think they have the Yankee star power. Uh, Yet again, wouldn't be surprised. I mean, they're a good sleeper pick. 
don't think they have it. Um, but soon they're going to be good. But they're going to make the playoffs, and who knows what they can do there. So thirty-five and twenty-five is my official prediction. Uh, I think the this is the most confident prediction I'm going to make on these Corona previews. I think they're going to go thirty-six and twenty-four. Um, I would not reveal if they're going to win the division. You'll have to tune in t- tomorrow's episode or t- today's episode. Correct? Yeah. We're dropping t- two pods. Two pods. Today, so the to- 23rd. And while you're listening to this, get excited. Baseball's on tonight. Yeah, baseball is on tonight while you're listening to the Rays breakdown. So maybe you're going to see some Rays magic tomorrow because tonight the Yankees are going to take the stadium. But I'm super confident in this pick. I think they're coming 36 and 24, and they will blank on the division. You'll have to find out tomorrow. You'll have to find out in the next mm-hmm. episode. But yeah, 36 and 24, and I'm I'm confident. That's gonna be that's gonna be my one prediction that comes true. All right, like to hear that. Like to hear it, man. And that wraps up another Corona breakdown. We just second to the, last. Second to last. I'm really excited to wrap this up. It's been so fun, and I'm just excited to see live baseball. And I think the fans are too. It's just all around dope. It's dude, it's mm-hmm. a great feeling. It's like I was nervous that the season wasn't gonna come back, but now I feel like we're too close for to not see at least some baseball. We're gonna see we're gonna see a few weeks of baseball for sure. A few weeks of baseball. And you know what that means? That means the Turning Two podcast is gonna have more content than ever being put out for you guys to enjoy and hopefully make your baseball experience better. So you make sure you check us out on Instagram at the Turning Two Pod. On Twitter at the Turning Two at the Turning Two Podcast on Instagram at the Turning Two Pod on Twitter. Check us out on Spotify. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Anchor, and any other place you like to consume your podcasts. And we will be back later today with another Corona breakdown to get you ready for the 2020 season. See you then.